Hello there. Welcome to the Beloved Son Ministry Show, where we who were once only the prodigal children now dare believe that we really are the beloved children of the Father. This Father who has loved us with an everlasting love. So now, let us come together, yes, in all of our brokenness, in all of our woundedness, but also in all of our belovedness, to share with one another the impact God has had on our lives and the impact that He continues to have in our lives, so that our curses may become crosses and our crosses may truly become blessings. So welcome home, my beloved brothers and sisters. Happy second Sunday of Easter, my brothers and sisters, but also happy Divine Mercy Sunday. Um, it was Pope John Paul II who, who um, declared the second Sunday of Easter to be Divine Mercy Sunday. And I think it's quite um, timely because, um, of course, we can, you know, remember on just last week on Easter Sunday, we we renewed our promises at baptism, right? And you know, we do we reject Satan? Yes, you know, I do. Do do we believe in God the Father Almighty? I do, and all these things. And but then, as the week went on, maybe we tripped up, maybe we made some mistakes, maybe we stumbled. And how good is it that today we are reminded that God's mercy is infinite, and God's mercy is unconditional. And God's mercy is given to us whenever we ask for it. You know, in today's gospel reading um, for the second Sunday of Easter, we hear about um, the encounter between Jesus and the apostles in the upper room. Not once, but but twice. The first time Jesus comes to see his to to see his um, his friends, his apostles, he he says, "Peace be with you." Right? He 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 goes through the locked doors, even though the doors were locked. And I think that that's a very important detail that John put in there was that the locked the doors were locked, even though the doors were locked. Jesus went through them and he appeared to them and he said, "Peace be with you." Those were the first words that. Our Lord said to them was, peace, peace be with you. And that he can go through those locked doors. He can cross through any barriers that we may think is difficult. There are many things maybe in our lives that keep us from, from believing, that keep us from, from you know, um, trying, that keep us from, from being hopeful. Jesus says, I, I, I can... Pass through all that. Give it to me. Give it to me. And we'll take care of it together. Even through locked doors, our Lord's peace can get through. And His peace is, is hand in hand with His mercy. You know, we're told by in, in the gospel that Thomas... Thomas was not with them the first time that our Lord um, appeared to them in the locked room. And so when Thomas came back after Jesus left, 
you know, the apostles said, hey, look, Thomas, Jesus was, was here. He, he, he's back. He rose from the dead. He, he's here. He was right here with me. I, we, we saw him. We touched him. He ate. He's back. And Thomas said, no, I, 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 I don't believe that. I must see my, with my own eyes and I must put my fingers in his nail wounds and his side. Then I'll believe. So what did Jesus do? He came back. He came back when Thomas was with him. Our Lord did not need to come back and prove to Thomas, right, that, that he rose from the dead. He was a son of God. He didn't need to prove to anyone. Just in the same way, he didn't need to prove to the people that he loved them and that he was a son of God. But he did. He did by dying on a cross. And he did by coming back. Again, giving them peace. Peace be with you. He came back for Thomas. Even Thomas who doubted him. He came back for him. So my brothers and sisters, our Lord will come back for us. Even when we have fallen again and again. Even when we have doubted. Even when we have turned away from him and rejected him. He will come back to us. He comes back to us with mercy, with love, with tenderness. He comes back to us because he loves us. And he came back to the locked room because he loved Thomas. And Thomas, now we weren't told exactly if Thomas did put his hands in our Lord's side or not, but we were told what he said and what and how he did it. We're told that he fell to the ground saying, My Lord and my God. You know, and Jesus said, Here, look at my wounds, touch, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. And that's what our Lord says to us today. Do not be unbelieving, but believe. Look. Look at the cross. I died. But look at the Eucharist. I'm here. I'm here with you. I'm here for you. Look around the world. Look at the church. Look at all. How 2,000 years later, the church still stands. Do not be unbelieving, but believe that I am here. Thomas says, my Lord and my God. You know, Jesus never um, yelled at Thomas. He never rebuked him. He never disciplined him. He simply said, Thomas, believe. You see, Jesus doesn't count our faults and mistakes he, he doesn't come to us to 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 discipline us in in that way he comes back so that we can believe he comes to us so that we may believe so that we may be saved so that we may be one with him and the father and not only that we're told that he breathed on them he gave them his spirit that this just wasn't any random, you know, um, breath or or just blowing or or, or or just some some random sign. Jesus gave the apostles, and He gives to us today His breath, the Spirit, His very being. Because the Spirit is one with the Father and the Son. The Spirit is the love. That exists between the Father and the Son. The Spirit is the love that exists in Trinity. 
So when our Lord breathed on them, and when our Lord gave them the Spirit, and we'll see this again at Pentecost and at our confirmations, when our Lord gives us His Spirit, He is giving us Himself again. When He breathes on them, He is saying, Receive me. And when you receive me, you receive the one who sent me. And you receive the one that I sent you to remind you of all that I have taught you. My brothers and sisters, on this Divine Mercy Sunday, let us not focus too much on our own sinfulness. Yes, we are sinners. Yes, we messed up. Yes, we've fallen and stumbled. Yes, we've rejected God. Yes, we've done all these bad things. Yes. But that is all just a drop in, in the bucket. That, 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 that's all just a small drop in the ocean. What matters more is the infinite mercy, the boundless mercy of God. Remember our sins only because it reminds us of God's mercy. Because, brothers and sisters, if we focus only on our sins and on our weaknesses and, and our brokenness and we wallow in that, that's how the enemy attacks us. He's, and, 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 and the enemy who is a tempter turns into the accuser and then that makes us go down a path that we really don't want to go down. Because instead of putting us in a state of guilt where we want to remedy, where we want to make things right, it instead brings us to a state of shame. And shame is an attack on our identity. We become we come to believe that we're not worthy of God's mercy when we allow the shame to take us over. And the enemy loves to do that. He loves to shame us and he loves when we wallow in that shame. Because when, because when we are so occupied with, with our sins, we block everything out. Even the Lord. So my brothers and sisters, do not allow your past, do not allow whatever bad things you may have done, do not allow a bad habit or a flaw. Or again, maybe you said some hurtful things in the past. Do not let those things keep you from God and his mercy and his love. There is no sin. There is no past. There is no hurt. There is no flaw and no wound that God's mercy cannot bring good out of. Our Lord rose with his wounds. Our Lord came back, even though in his glorified body, he chose to come back with his wounds. To show Thomas, look, here are my wounds. Here, here's the side. Look at them. He could have rose back with, with 
a completely healed body, right? But he didn't. He rose with his wounds because he knows that our woundedness is significant. He knows that our wounds can be a source of shame and guilt for us. So he rose with his wounds saying, look, I have wounds too. But look what my wounds did. He, are my wounds became the means of your salvation. My wounds became the means by which you have communion with me and my Father. My wounds became the place of life. So my brothers and sisters, allow the Lord to see your wounds, to use your wounds to bring healing and life, not just for you, but for all those who you will come to encounter. Because we know that our Lord will bring good out of every evil. That he will bring life out of every death. And he will bring healing out of every wound. So on this Divine Mercy Sunday, my brothers and sisters, trust in the Lord's mercy. Trust in his wounds. And allow that to give you the courage to bring to the Lord your wounds and offer them up saying, Lord, here are my wounds. Use them. Use them to bring life and healing. So my brothers and sisters, I invite you today and this week to sit in prayer, bringing your wounds to the Father. Not being ashamed of them, but seeing them as a place of encounter. Seeing your wounds, because the cross, really, right? Because the cross is a place of encounter. So allow your wounds to be the place of encounter between you and the Lord. Invite the Lord into your brokenness, into your woundedness. And see what great things He can do with them. So let us pray together. Jesus, I trust in you. God bless. For more audios, videos, blog entries, and other resources, please visit us at www.belovedsonministry.org.